Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. There were two more murders 15 miles well, away. We arrived, we found the telephone and electricity lines. The weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird Morning. Cop of murder. One serial killer running rampant in your area is terrifying. But for almost 10 years, Baton Rouge women lived in fear as two serial killers hunted in their area. And on June 24th, 1962, one of these monsters was born. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Little is known about Sean Vincent Gillis's early life. His mother would say that her son was a good, happy boy who did well in school and was a generally happy kid. When he was 17 years old, he started to dip his toe in crime, though his crimes were minor infractions such as traffic citations, DUI, possession of marijuana, and contempt in court. It wasn't until he was 32 years old that he committed his first murder. In March of 1994, he attempted to rape 81-year-old Ann Bryan in an exclusive retirement home in Baton Rouge. She screamed as he touched her and, in an effort to stop her screaming, Gillis slit her throat and then stabbed her 50 times. He then left her body in the home to be found. This murder was never connected to Gillis until his arrest in 2004. He claimed he killed her because he was stressed. In May of 1999, Gillis stalked a woman that he'd seen jogging and spent three weeks driving around looking for her. On May 30th, he saw 52-year-old Hardy Schmidt jogging and two days later, her body was found in a bayou. He hit her with his car, knocking her into a ditch, placed a wire plastic wrap tightly around her neck and forced her into his car. He then drove her to a park, raped and killed her. He put her nude body into the trunk of his car and left it there for two days before dumping it. In May of 2003, another serial killer, Derek Todd Lee, was apprehended and many of the cold cases in the area were re-looked into. That's when authorities started to wonder if there was actually two serial killers in Baton Rouge operating at the same time. Both men were silently and secretly targeting women in the same area between 1992 and 2003. Ultimately, Gillis had eight victims, the last being Donna Bennett Johnston. The 43-year-old was raped and strangled with a nylon tie. Her body was then mutilated, her breasts were slashed, her nipple removed, a tattoo cut off her right thigh, and her left arm was severed. Her body was found in a drainage canal in 2004. Tire tracks were found near Donna's body that were so unique that they were able to dwindle the number of suspects to 90. Sean Gillis was one of these men, and a DNA test was performed and immediately connected him to his other victims. On April 29, 2004, he was arrested and charged with his various crimes. When they searched his home, police found 45 digital pictures on his computer of his victims and all of their mutilations. 
He used them, as well as body parts found in his home, as souvenirs to help stimulate him. He confessed to his crimes with little coercion and was found guilty in July of 2008. He was sentenced to life in prison. He has showed deep remorse for his crimes, stating he didn't know why he committed the murders. He says he is pure evil. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on June 25th. Don't forget to subscribe and rate and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.